Hey, Justin here with Stay at Home Dads Podcast once again. It's where I talk about a lot of dad stuff, parenting stuff, as well as guy stuff, whatever's in my brain. So welcome to the show. Thank you for being here once again. All right, so I've been doing this show for almost a year. Well, in a few months, it'll be a year. And I'm just kind of wondering, where should I take it? Where should I go from here? Um, Should I change the name? Should I change the content? I don't know. I know I've been talking about a lot of stuff that goes beyond stay-at-home dad perspective, so maybe I should adapt to a new name. That's kind of what I was thinking. I don't know. The dad show or the perspective of a dad or the dad experience or something like that. I don't know. So maybe I should just leave it and just keep grinding and just keep pushing and, and forge on. So maybe I could get some feedback from you that listen. You could let me know kind of what you think, where I should go. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to get better. And sometimes I may say things wrong or not have the right idea about certain things, but we all have opinions, right? I do have a few ideas kind of in the cooker that I'm going to try to implement that I think would make this really amazing. I don't really want to speak of them yet in case it doesn't happen, so I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. So anyways, and just so we know, I'm not quitting the show. I'm not going to stop putting out weekly podcasts, but I know eventually my wife is going to want me to go back to work and make some money instead of quote-unquote playing, especially if none of these ventures that I'm doing in the content creation don't pan out. So, So that's all I have to say about that. So anyways... A little uh, on this day tidbit, it is Jen Anderson's birthday today, so happy birthday to her. I will say she looks mighty fine for 52, so congratulations, Jen, on your 52nd birthday. Okay, anyways, I wanted to bring up something, kind of talk about a few trending topics today, stuff that's been going on, I've been you've probably been seeing it in the news, or whatever else. I figured I could talk about that and turn it into a 20-minute conversation. So it may be a little link heavy today in the links I'm referencing. So I'll, of course, I'll throw those all down in the description so you can check them out. And I'm sorry for that in advance. First thing is, is my wife told me that Mr. Jeff Bezos slash Amazon is raising their prime rate. It's going from $119 a year to $139 a year. So they're sucking an extra 20 bucks at everybody a year, which is actually their first price increase since 2018. So it's been a little bit. And yeah, 20 bucks extra a year doesn't really sound like much. It's an additional $1.66 a month. So we're, we're really complaining about something that costs less than a cup of coffee. So, or if you want to split it another way, the whole membership will cost $11.58 a month. And in those terms, it really doesn't sound bad at all, especially for the services that you really get from it. Free shipping, be it the oh-so-slow two-day, or you can get one-day, or even same-day shipping, which is, I don't know, I never would have thought that in my life, that you could order something on your phone and get it the same day. That's just crazy. It also comes with grocery delivery that's free. I'm just reading these, by the way, off the Amazon website, which I've actually never looked at, so... I'm kind of learning something right now, and it's kind of surprising. 
Um, what else do they have? Streaming benefits. You know, you get Prime Video, Amazon Music, where actually you can find this podcast. So there's a little tidbit for you. They also have storage backup for photos and stuff. And they have actually something that I didn't know about, which was Prime Gaming. It's a... Uh, some gaming site. I don't know. I might have to check that out. Maybe my kids could dive into that. And they also give you a discount to Amazon Kids, which is a bunch of stuff for kids, books and educational things for the kiddies. So it's kind of kind of cool there. All right. That was all kind of a mouthful. And no, this episode is not brought to you by Mr. Jeff. He did not supplement this at all. But uh, Prime memberships really do come with a lot of stuff, if you think about it, for what we pay. I mean, what iCloud backup alone is a dollar for 50 gigs and 200 gigs is three bucks and the backup you get with amazon prime is unlimited i think so i think if you add up all the features as standalone i still think it's a pretty good deal all right enough of that good stuff justin get get mad get angry and and tell me why they had to raise the rates and screw everybody over all right i will get into that why i guess the price increase pisses people off Well, the company said it's raising rates because of continued expansion of the Prime member benefits, which I wonder what that entails. It would be nice if they said, hey, we're raising the rates 20 bucks, but this is why, and here's a list of extra shit you're going to get. They also say it's because of a raise in wages and transportation costs. I guess it has nothing to do with Bezos' big-ass fucking yacht, right? Which I know it doesn't, but damn, the optics do not look good, dude. I will tell you that. By the way, have you heard about this whole super yacht story of his? 417 foot yacht, cost around 500 million bucks to build by Oceano. Not if that matters, I'm not really shopping around for any super yachts right now. But anyways, here is the whole kicker on this deal. So to get this big bastard out to sea, where it can get used twice a year, it has to go through Rotterdam and under a bridge called De Hef, which is a historic rail bridge that was built in 1927. Well, this big boat won't fit, so I don't know. You build a ship too big to fit out the exit hole. I don't... Who does that? Why? How does that work? Well, now there's talks of them dismantling this bridge and then remantling. Is that a word? Okay, reconstructing after they get the boat through. Of course, it would be on Oceano's dime or Bezos' dime, but it's still, it's just, it's just stupid. It's just, it's just crazy. So there's a bunch of controversy about that. There's actually people talking about egging his ship as it goes through because they're pissed off about this, this bridge that they're so proud about, which, hey, I would be too. It's a, it's a historic site, you know? And the thing is, is we, or, well, maybe I, I think of Jeff as this typical rich guy from some super wealthy family. And actually, he wasn't. He was born to teen parents, not wealthy. His his mother took him to night school when he was a baby. So he didn't grow up with the, you know, the oh-so-cliche silver spoon in his mouth. And I usually like those stories, you know, people that come from nothing, poor, and make something of themselves and they rise up but man like come on the optics man they just they just don't look good now he looks he looks like he's portrayed as this this big super villain building super yachts and 
raising prime rates and shooting rockets into space for fun and treating his workers like hell. Well, there's stories about his workers. I don't know firsthand, but that's what I've heard and read. And it's it's just too bad. And, I, you know, I don't know. And in, in some respects, though, we need people like this, these rich guys. Do we need them? I think so. They create jobs, even though maybe not that great of jobs, but they create jobs and tax revenue and all that. So I, I don't know. What do you think? I, I think they're kind of needed. They don't need to be super villains and blow a bunch of money on yachts, but I don't know. And yeah, Amazon's wages have gone up. I mean, their average minimum wage is 18 bucks an hour. And a majority of their salaried workers are somewhere between 27 and 58K. So in some respects, I would say that's not bad. Because, I mean, when I was a mechanic, I was making around 56 grand a year. And I don't know, I didn't think it was that bad. But when you kind of look at the grand scheme, none of it's really a ton of money. You're not living the, the luxury life anyways. So now he's got a $500 million yacht. So let's do some numbers real quick here. Amazon did $469 billion in sales last year, and there were about 200 million Prime subscribers as of 2021, at least according to the internet. So if that's true, then they brought in almost $24 billion last year in membership dollars alone, just in memberships. So now add another 20 bucks a year, and the same amount of people, you're going to get another $4 billion a year. So that's that's a ton of money just in memberships. And I mean, I get it. You have a company like that. You have some serious overhead. It's a serious operation. There's a ton of money rolling around to make that whole system work as well as it does. So I don't know, maybe they'll take some of that money and put it into their employees like they, they say they would. But that's capitalism, right? We know what that is. Trade and industry are controlled by private people for profit. We all like capitalism, right? You make a product or provide a service, and you can set your price for it. We have an option to not have a membership. We have an option to buy it. We have an option to not buy it. So you can go shop somewhere else. And actually, I came across another article, and I'll link it as well if I can find it again, that this lady said by not using her Amazon Prime membership, she actually went out shopping Target and Walmart and stuff and shopped around no voodoo magic stuff, no crazy couponing or anything, and she actually saved $1,000 by doing that. So not everything we see on Amazon is the cheapest, okay? Maybe the easiest to buy, the easiest to get dropped off at our door. We don't have to put our pants on, but it's not always the best option. And I actually had a buddy of mine, he uh, was complaining about the cost of grocery items in a store, one store versus another and he said how can this one store charge so much for this product and then this other store charge so little for the same thing well that's capitalism my friend and i imagine that the costlier item was also reflected in the store itself nicer store stocked shelves clean floors you know all that stuff costs money and it probably reflected that so i don't know about you but i would rather spend a couple of bucks more and help a local store like that shop in a nice well-stocked place then go shop at some shithole or some corporate big box store it's just my opinion so do they have to raise the rates in my opinion no no i don't think they do but but they do it anyways and it just it just kind of goes to show you know you uh you move stuff a little bit at a time a little bit at a time and people will continue to pay it and people may not notice 
And then all of a sudden they'll notice and say, oh my gosh, like what's going on? It's kind of like the ocean's rising, you know? If the ocean rises a quarter of an inch a year, you're not going to notice year after year after year. And then by the time you do, it's going to be too late. Well, by the time you do, your prime membership's going to cost you 200 bucks a year. So I don't know. You remember, it's just $1.66 extra a month. So, all right, enough of that. Moving on to a little Facebook talk. I imagine you have heard about this story as well. Facebook and their stock toppling over like a tower of precariously stacked Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Now, if you, I don't know if you know that inside joke or reference or whatever, but there was an ad that Mark Zuckerberg did and there was a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's in the background that people noticed, like on a shelf, sitting on like a decorative shelf. It was just really weird. So I don't know. I think it's funny. It's kind of actually funny, too, that I mentioned Facebook or Meta founder just last week about founding Facebook. And then a couple days later, his stock took a dump. So his stock went from 323 on February 2nd down to 237 on February 3rd. So and that actually cost the company about $250 billion in market revenue. So this marks the worst one-day crash in history, and it happened to Facebook or Meta. I, I can never get used to saying Meta. And actually, as of today, as I'm recording this, it's down to $220 a share. So it's, uh, it's still declining. It's pretty wild. So what caused this dump? What caused this big, massive dump? Could it have something to do with Apple privacy settings that were changed last year that allows us Apple users to control whether advertisers can track us or not? And actually, according to the New York Times, only 24% of iPhone users in the whole world have consented to being tracked by advertisers. That controls all the ads we see, you know, ticking all over the screens on our phones and everything else. So shows us all the stuff that we've recently looked at and all this targeted ad stuff, right? I mean, I've been shopping for tires for my truck for the past few days, and now all I see are ads for tires. It's, it's borderline exhausting, let me tell you. So actually, Facebook could see a $10 million revenue decline since these privacy changes came into play. So that's quite significant. Another reason for the Facebook slump is competition. Facebook and Instagram have stiff competition. You know, there's TikTok and Snapchat chat whatever these young gen zers are using these days i'm definitely not on them but plus facebook has showed a loss in its users for the first time in its history by about a half a million users like active users as well as a loss in expected revenue i think you know all goes kind of hand in hand for this whole stock decline but i mean sure we uh we use facebook i use facebook instagram maybe that's because we're old I think the younger generation always seems to gravitate toward whatever their parents or elders are not on. I mean, my 19-year-old niece doesn't even have Facebook, but I do. My parents do. So that kind of shows you where the platform lies with people in a way. Does that make sense? And I'm not going to get into the whole metaverse thing that Facebook has created. Honestly, I don't really understand it. I probably never will. And from my perspective, on the outside, it looks kind of stupid. So, but that's me. That's uh, coming from a 40-year-old guy. So, to a 10-year-old, it probably looks pretty sweet. Also, let's not forget that Facebook or Meta or whatever has had its share of controversy. 
the latest I actually read about, the platform was inflating numbers of people's video content, making 100,000 views look like a million views, and then decreasing the amount of views, or so it looked like the videos were decreasing, and then telling businesses and content creators that they can pay to boost their content to get more eyeballs on it. Well, I guess it was all pretty fraudulent, and they got into trouble for it back in 2019, and they got like a $40 million fine or something like that. And then we all know about the selling data and other privacy violations back in 18 to 19 to, I don't know, what was that, like uh, some other university or some other entity they were selling data to. So, I don't know. Maybe some people are moving on. Maybe they're just tired of it. Tired of social media. Tired of its negative influence on kids' brains. I don't know about anyone else, but I kind of get sick of it. I get sick of Facebook, and I will shut it off and not use it for months at a time. And I don't know. It's it's full of negativity, honestly. It's full of opinions from people that I don't want or need to hear opinions from. And sometimes it just irritates me. So I end up just, you know, taking a detox from it for a while, which is, is good. I think kids and adults are so addicted to it all these different platforms, and I think it's good to kind of take breaks, you know, for a while, extended breaks. And I know it's not going anywhere. Facebook isn't going to die off like MySpace did. It's not going to disappear. I'm going to continue to use it occasionally here and there, just like a lot of people. But it's just good to take a break, like I said. So there are many other things that we keep uh, putting off that we could do instead of letting social media swallow up hours of our lives so anyways just an observation uh my opinion my perspective i guess so that's enough talking about tech companies that i don't really understand so let's move on to my last little topic i want to talk about it's one thing that's probably been on everyone's radar maybe not but that's mr joe rogan are you groaning yet Or do you not care? What do you think of the controversy that this guy is wrapped up in? There are a couple different bouts he's had with it. Um, First was, well not first, I think there's been a bunch, but the, uh, the most notable ones here lately was Neil Young being pissed that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation about COVID and vaccines. And then he actually wanted and got, I think, his music pulled off of Spotify. He was that upset over this. Now, I don't entirely know what Rogan's stance is on COVID and vaccines. I don't listen to him enough to know like the ins and outs of what he feels about it. He did say in one episode, and I'm going to quote him here, he said, quote, yeah, I think for the most part it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. And then he went on and and talked some more, quote, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, I don't think you need to worry about this, end quote. So those are kind of his stances, I think his generic, you know, stance on what he thinks. So it's probably safe to say that uh, Joe Rogan didn't get vaccinated, but he did get COVID. Um, I don't know, when was that? Last fall or something? And he put out a video and he said he took a bunch of other stuff, monoclonal antibodies. He took a Z-Pack. He did a vitamin drip and he took ivermectin, which there are two different kinds of it, I guess. I just looked up 
on WebMD. There's one that's FDA approved for treating infections caused by parasitic worms. It's a pill form. There's also a topical cream for human consumption for skin conditions. And then there's, of course, another kind that's for livestock. And that's straight, like I said, that's taken straight from WebMD. That's not my take on what ivermectin is. I'm not advocating for anyone to do this. I'm just stating exactly what I read off the internet. So don't come at me with pitchforks. Now, would I take what he took? No, I wouldn't. Um, I don't listen to Rogan for medical advice. I don't listen to Rogan for health advice. I don't listen to Rogan for hard-hitting news, I guess. I listen to him occasionally for entertainment, for interesting guests at times, for different viewpoints or opinions. I think that's why anyone should listen to him or any podcast. Those are the exact same reasons I listen to Adam Carolla's podcast. Or hell, that's why I sometimes listen to Russell Brand on rare occasion for opinions, for different viewpoints, not for health advice, I guess. And Rogan's actually said that himself. He said, don't take my advice or something like that. He had said on one podcast that was listed in one of these articles. And I know here in the past, in some of my older episodes, I've said I don't really have an opinion on COVID. And that's not entirely true. I do have an opinion on COVID, but I don't think I'm well enough educated or informed to really be talking about it or putting my opinions out there about it, I guess. I'm not comfortable doing that. And maybe that's the problem people have with Rogan. But I talk about a lot of parenting stuff. I try to give advice on kids, advice on life, advice on, I don't know, cooking and saving money like last week or whatever. And I'm no expert in any of these fields. So should I stop giving out tips and advice? I say it all the time that I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor or a therapist or anything. Hell, I don't even know any of the stuff I've talked about today. I have, I, I'm not educated in it at all. So does that mean that I should stop doing what I'm doing? Well, I don't think so. I guess I just think that we should all listen to what we want to listen to and take in the information we want to take in and just realize that certain people or some people they like they said they're not doctors like he said rogan himself i'm not you know i'm not out here giving advice i'm out here just having conversations with people so i'll go find my information on medical websites and in cdc websites i guess and in other places that uh that have that stuff now the other cloud of controversy hanging over rogan is uh a clip that came out on Twitter, I don't recall who put it out, but it was a compilation of him saying a word that I don't really want to say, even the shortened version here, and if you want to find it, you can find it, it's probably all over the internet, and go do your own search, but he's since apologized for it, I guess he, he watched the Twitter clip, and then he had a, a video he put on his Instagram. He said uh, it was awful. He said it was disgusting to watch, and he never thought that he would be in that position to have to make a statement like this. He also said that the clips have zero context, 
And when he used the word, he wasn't using it in a derogatory way or a racist way. He was using it, he was talking about the word or how people use the word. So believe him, don't believe him. That's, that's your own opinion. In my opinion, even if that's true, it still doesn't give you the right to say it. I think even if he was using it in that type of way, he said it a little too cavalierly, if that makes sense. I don't know. Anyways, it's, it's bad. It, it is not good. But all this drama has caused a lot of people to want to cancel Rogan. There's even a petition going around to get him booted off Spotify. So what do you think? What is your opinion on that? Do you think he should uh, go? Do you think what he says is harmful? Um, honestly, I don't think he'll be canceled. Maybe he can't be canceled. I think if he got booted off Spotify, there's going to be some other streaming service that's ready to pick him up. It's just my opinion, though. I mean, he did apologize for what he said. He seemed, I don't know, sincere about it. He said he would have more guests that would offset the controversial ones and kind of have more balanced views on his podcast. And he said he would just try to do better. So I guess we will see. I don't know. So let me know your opinion on that. Anyways, that's all I have today for a few trending topics, I guess we could call it, or just some stuff going on in the media right now. Please don't cancel me for talking about this stuff. I know this show is a little different than the rest. Honestly, I just didn't feel like talking about kid stuff today. So I hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, please let me know if you did too. If you like me talking about these types of things or should I just uh, stick to what I know best and that's children. So please uh, message me, get a hold of me on social media or through podbean.com and let me know. Also, what are your thoughts on uh, the Rogan controversy? What are your thoughts on the Facebook stock? Like I said, I don't know a lot about this stuff, so I'm kind of learning as I go. I, I hear about it, and I try to educate myself, and then I relay it to you. So, so yeah, so let me know what you think. Anyways, find this podcast on all the big streaming platforms. Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast. And that's it. I will talk to you all next week.